Welcome to episode 11 of Mortgageonomics. I'm your host, Marco Gello. Kind of the outlier service within the legal process of a real estate purchase. And what I'm referring to is the workings in and around the land title when you purchase a property. Uh, Essentially, this is one of the major reasons a solicitor is required to close out your real estate purchase. Now, for the most part, this is pretty much an uneventful part of your legal proceedings when you're wrapping up your deal at the lawyer's office. But sometimes issues arise that you may not have expected and end up potentially making your deal go sideways at the 11th hour. Among other important tasks, your lawyer undertakes the duty to remove any outstanding charges from the previous owner as the land title becomes transferred and registered under your name. Charges are classified as either financial or non-financial, and it is the non-financial charges that could potentially create chaos in a real estate transaction, and this is what we'll be talking about for the most part today. Uh, Last week, I spoke with Tony Spagnolo of Spagnolo & Company, BC's largest real estate legal services provider, and learned more about a spin-off firm that they have created a couple of years ago called Terra Firma. And essentially, the value proposition of Terra Firma is to service realtors who, when searching out properties with their clients, can call in for a quick land title analysis to see if there is anything concerning about the property they would like to potentially place an offer on. So for mortgages, we call it a pre-approval. You get your income verified, check your credit, confirm your down payment amount and source, and off you go. You're pre-qualified and ready to purchase a home. Now, imagine the same level of due diligence when you're about to place an offer on a home. Imagine you can do an x-ray on the property, check it for any anomalies or restrictions, or in real estate terms, lawyers refer to them as covenants, easements, rights of way, financial charges, and non-financial charges. And this is where Terra Firma comes into play. This is what they do. With currently over 500 registered BC realtors signed up to the service, they are committed to creating a new norm for the home buying process, one which involves a gateway to a legal resource, thereby giving the realtor an opportunity to be proactive in identifying any potentially problematic charges on a land title prior to releasing conditions on a sale. Let's learn more about this and listen to my interview with Tony Spagnolo, the founding principal of Spagnolo & Company. by having you tell us a bit about yourself and your firm, Spagnolo & Company, and then maybe carry on right into uh, talk about the more recent formation of uh, Terra Firma and its partnership sure. with Spagnolo. Sure, yeah. Well, Spagnolo & Company has uh, <clears throat> been doing conveyancing since, well, we started in 1991. 
And uh, about 1995, we thought convincing and, and residential real estate was the way to go. So we built a business uh, strictly around that service, strictly around that product and that niche. So it's evolved over the last well, 20, 25 years into 18 offices uh, throughout the province, uh, 14 in the Lower Mainland, two in the Okanagan, two in Vancouver Island. Uh, centralized production of all documents here in Coquitlam at our head office. Uh, and then 17 other locations uh, in which the clients can choose to meet us. So whether the client is in Richmond or Abbotsford, North Vancouver, Kelowna, Victoria, we can we can take care of those clients' needs. So we've evolved Spaniolo and Company into perhaps the largest conveyancing firm, uh, certainly in the province and probably you know throughout the, the, the Western provinces. Yeah. So that's Spaniolo and Company, and that's uh, that's been a lot of fun, and you know the market's been good. And uh, a couple of years ago, uh, I, I don't often see clients, but a couple of years ago we were short, and so I was seeing a lot of clients over about a month or two month period. And I noticed that a lot of the clients had never seen their title search before. Uh, we were showing them this, this document for the very first time. And it occurred to me that a lot of realtors, for one reason or another, were not taking the time to explain the charges on title uh, to their buyers. And from that little idea, uh, two years ago, we started a new service called Terra Firma Title Review, which is designed primarily for residential realtors. Uh, we're now up to over 500 realtors in the Lower Mainland using this service, and it's growing weekly. So, so far, so good. Yeah, no, and I think for most people, maybe everyone will agree with me on this one, the, for everyone listening. Um, most uh, home buyers or, or sellers are, are aware there is a legal process, obviously, involved uh, during that real estate transaction. Uh but many aren't fully aware of, of a lot of the surprises that could come up on the land title. And, you know, being a mortgage broker myself, someone from the industry, uh, I think the most feared call <laughs> in, in probably realtors <laughs> as well is getting a call and you have a lawyer office on your call display on a Friday afternoon, right? And um, Absolutely. so yeah. I think maybe that it sounds like from what I read in your email and, and from what you're discussing, um, you know, that that is something that you guys are looking to correct. Uh, get ahead of the game well, with this, this service. Yeah, that's certainly part of it, but it, it's a little earlier in the process than that. What this service, it, it's meant to help realtors in three ways. Uh, it's meant to help realtors uh, make their properties easier to sell. Mm -hmm. It's meant to help the realtors protect their buyers in a much more substantial way than without this service. And it's meant to help realtors uh, perhaps get a listing or two that they otherwise would not have received. So those last minute phone calls from lawyers, uh, what we find is the realtors who are proactive and you know dot the I's and cross the T's and go through the checklist, those files are usually always smooth. And if something happens, it's not due to any actions on the part of the realtor or their client. It's some unforeseen situation. Um, so this service is simply an extension of that. This service is for realtors who really want to be professional and dot those I's and cross those T's. and and just make sure nothing happens with the title prior to closing. Now, what are some of these, uh, give me some examples of, you know, when a realtor, one of your partner realtors, there's 500 of them, and I know we can have access to them on your website or, or you can just uh, supply us with information who these realtors are, but what, uh, what are some things that a realtor can do when he uh, does his research on the land title? What are some things that may come up prior, um, you know? Yeah. Than, yeah. Then, 
Well, there's, there's all kinds of covenants or easements or rights of ways that ought to be explained to the client. Uh, a couple of emails we've sent out real, uh, recently talk about a public versus a private uh, easement or covenant and the requirement for that to be discharged. There's covenants on title we've seen that uh, advise any potential buyer that the property is close to a farm location and despite the best efforts of the farm operators, the lands may be subject to some smells and odors that may not be all that pleasant. Uh, we, we've seen covenants whereby if a title of one property is transferred, you have to transfer the other title as well, uh, which is not something that's normal. We've seen covenants, you know, probably the most interesting one is when there's a covenant on title saying that the cross and the stained glass windows have to stay on a church property but it's being bought by an Islamic church who you know, obviously you don't want the cross or the, the, the Christian stained glass window. So there's all kinds of things that can come up prior to subject removal that ought to be dealt with. And this service facilitates that. Wow. Talk about wild cards, eh? Jeez. Oh, um, and, and yeah. And the, the, the problem is that these don't come up very often. <clears throat> so, you know, most titles we, we review, they're pretty straightforward and pretty standard. But, you know, then you get these outliers, you get these, uh, you know, these different ones, and they could really impact the deal. And the, the, the one we emailed about a few weeks ago was a case in West Vancouver where there was a public covenant, a, a, um, sorry, a private co covenant in favor of British Pacific properties. Right. And this covenant allowed the buyer to, to walk away from a $6 million purchase price. Wow. So, now, you know, that's something that ought to have been dealt with. And this, this wasn't new law. This was something that was out before in, a, in an earlier case. This is something that ought to be dealt with um, much earlier in the process, you know, prior to subject removal. And yeah, no. then there's, there'd be no problem on closing. No kidding. So um, I, I noticed particularly the, the wording it, like in the, on your website there, non-financial charges. So the wording right. like non-financial, it might put one at ease, but and really, you know, but really these, these could be your worst nightmare kind of <laughs> charges because they are issues that money can't fix. Well, and the, the financial charges are things that the seller has to, they, the seller is obligated to clear from title. So the financial charges, mortgages, judgments, liens, things like that, those aren't really a concern because the seller will be obligated to close those, to, to discharge those. The non-financial ones, the easements, the covenants, the rights of ways, those will remain on title most times in perpetuity. Right. Forever. And those aren't deal breakers. Those are generally people expect to see those, uh, what you just mentioned on land titles. Is that correct? Yeah. But if you're buying, you know, if you're buying a single family house in Coquitlam right. and you were to put a pool in the backyard and there's an easement that says you can't put anything of a permanent nature on, you know, the, the back 20 feet of the property. Well, there goes your pool. Wow. So there are things on, there are issues with these non-financial charges that could really affect the purchaser's use of the property. I mean, had the church bought that property, well, they'd be stuck with the cross and with these stained glass windows. Sheesh. So, so these, and, and these, are, these are charges that the seller will not be obligated to clear from title. So these are of more concern to any potential buyer than any financial charges. I don't care if the seller's got a mortgage or not. The seller's yeah. going to have to clear that. But I care what that easement says. I wow. care, care what that uh, covenant says. Those are things I'm going to have to live with. And that's what the service is meant to do, to explain those charges in a very easy-to-read type manner.
And are there any particular regions like in and around Vancouver where you can expect more issues than, than other places? Or is there absolutely no pattern at all? This could happen anywhere. Yeah, it could happen anywhere. Typically, the older places, uh, you know, say the west side of Vancouver or uh, places like that, they, they may have a few more charges, which are you know, probably obsolete, but they're still on title. Uh, so they still could be a force, but there, there's really no, no uh, rhyme or reason to where they go. The other issue is is with, I mean, we've been talking a lot about single family homes, but with strata complexes, mm-hmm. oftentimes the title searches are pages and pages. Yes. And there's dozens and dozens of non, these non-financial charges. And, you know, with the service, the realtor doesn't pay for those reviews. Like, nothing, well, they don't pay any extra. So we recently did a title search with 142 charges on it. So we review all that for the realtor and their client. And, you know, the client's got just complete peace of mind. Okay. So, like, so you, we can, a customer can ensure they are getting, how, how can a customer ensure that they are getting this level of due diligence in either their purchase or real estate sales? So is this something they should expect from this service from their real estate representative? Or is it something where the customer needs to be proactive uh, to attain this type of service? Yeah, great question. Uh, you know, the, we're trying to get the word out uh, that this should become a standard part of every realtor's business. But we're advertising to the realtors and the mortgage brokers and, and people in the real estate community. We haven't taken the next step of advertising to the public. Uh, and, you know, we may or may not get there. The, the uptake with the re- most realtors that we meet with sign up for the service. And once they sign up, over 95% stick around because the first 30 days is free, but 95% will stick around. But I think at one point or at some point, uh, this will become a standard way of practice. And if a realtor is not doing it, then the other realtor who's going in for the listing presentation, they will get the listing because it's just one more toolbox in the realtor's arsenal of of methods. Right. So yeah, really, it could be another, you know, hopefully with this episode, this podcast, uh, we're going to raise a little bit more awareness. But when you're interviewing a realtor, um, this is definitely one of the the things that you should be discussing with your realtor, like, okay, you know, tomorrow, we want to put an offer on this house in Coquitlam. Can you please reassure that there's nothing crazy on the land title, right? Absolutely. And, and that's, Absolutely. Where, that's where you're from. Absolutely. So for the for the realtor, it's quite simple. They just sign up with your firm, become a partner realtor, and and uh, and boom, yep, yep. they have access to your team. And and essentially, yep. would that be the experience, uh, Tony? Like, I mean, they're driving around the the realtor and their customer. They're going viewing homes, and I guess at one point when the the customer gets serious about uh, putting an offer down, uh, that would be the time when the realtor now inquires to Terra Firma and and finds yep. out. Yeah. There, there's well, there's actually a couple times when when that could occur. So for realtors, uh, realtors assisting the client, let's just say um, I'm looking in Coquitlam, I'm looking at three houses that are for sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, those those listings on the Paragon system have a title search attached to them. If the realtor was being proactive, they could pull that title search, upload it onto our website. We'll review all three ahead of making the offer. Wow. So now your client knows what's on the title for each of those three properties. Presumably there's no issues. If there is, they won't make an offer and they don't, they never have to make an offer subject to title review because that's done in advance. And so the pro, the most proactive realtor would do in that situation, but other realtors would, you know, wait until there's an offer and then 
obtain the title search from the listing service and send it over to us and then we do that review. And the review is done within 48 hours and if the client ever has any questions about that review, they don't call the realtor, they call one of our lawyers in Coquitlam. We have a dedicated team here, you know, answering the phone. And so it, it really makes the realtor look professional. Yeah, totally. And I mean, with, uh, I think the, the financing conditions these days, uh, are, are being more reasonable. So there's that time period where we can take advantage and, and really do our diligence when we're about to put an offer on a house. But how about, uh, yeah. on the mortgage side? So there could also be discoveries within the land title that the buyer or seller may be comfortable or, or maybe simply unaffected by, but, but the lender, May have serious issues with have have you come across yeah that, that's less less common certainly i mean most lenders when we act for the banks and we're acting for the borrower on a purchase uh we typically lenders don't expect the lawyers to review the title uh the charges on title uh we now do that here because we have this database but you know that's that's it doesn't really come up for mortgage brokers that much they're that much they're more concerned about the financing side of things not the title they assume the titles are going to be clear. So if if uh, if a lawyer ever misses a charge or if there's something on title that affects the lender's security, right? Then the lender, you know, they'd be protected through title insurance or other measures like that. But that's that's less common. It's it's not as um, not as much of an issue as, as obviously the buyers uh, and their ownership of the property, right? Okay. Well, um, I, I think this is awesome information, Tony. And, and like I said, I, I hope that at the very least we can raise a, raise awareness here and maybe a shout out to everyone out there when you're looking to interview a realtor. Um, bring this up to them. This is a very important service. And uh, Tony, where can people find you? Uh, well, um, just give me a call. 777-7406-604-777-7406. My email is Tony at Spags, S-P-A-G-S law.ca. Uh, our firm has uh, all the social channels, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, so you can find us uh, on all the social channels. Just look for Spaniolo and Company. And uh, yeah, there's, there's a variety of ways to get hold of me. I'm not hard to find. Some interesting points in that talk with Tony. And I think the main takeaway from it simply being awareness of non-financial charges on land titles. Yeah, I can totally relate to some of the items Tony talked about during the uh, thousand or so closes in my career as a mortgage broker. But really just another step in the real estate process and an important one at that, an opportunity to be proactive and eliminate any potential stress in the outcome of your deal. And I think everyone will agree when making probably the biggest purchase of your life, you don't want any surprises at the 11th hour. So be aware and ask your realtor about this and make sure it's part of their regular routine. All right, so that concludes another episode of Mortgageonomics. Uh, if you like this episode of Mortgageonomics, please be so kind and leave us a review in your Apple podcast space or whichever podcast medium you are listening from. Uh, the reviews go a long way and help us grow and improve the podcast. So thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. Uh, to directly reach out to today's guest, simply refer back to the episode transcripts and details from whichever platform you have listened from. Uh, I've included all the contact points with uh, right there. 
And of course, feel free to reach out to me if you'd like to discuss anything we talked about in greater detail or any other mortgage-related matter. You can find me at homefinancingsolutions.ca or follow me on Facebook by searching Marco Gello uh, with a K, G-E-L-O, Mortgage Broker in Vancouver or Calgary. And I also want to encourage any mortgage professionals that might be listening in, please don't hesitate to reach out and discuss employment opportunities as we are always looking to take on more brokers regardless of your level of experience. Our training and support systems are second to none. And finally, please don't hesitate to share and tell your friends about Mortgage Genomics Canada. The more listeners, the better. Thanks again for your time. Talk to you later.